I'm Francesca Donnellan. Welcome to Becoming More Human, the podcast. Every generation, through its arts and creativity, explores the same questions. Who am I and what really matters? We are so often taught how to emulate others to make other people happy. But how do we access what's good for ourselves and be strong enough to actually claim it? It's a constant practice because we all keep evolving. There are no limits to personal growth. You can start your journey today and get closer to discovering your true self. Give back to the people around you and make the world a better place. On today's episode, I'm talking with Marcelina, a movement coach. Marcelina started her body-mind exploration journey at ballet school when she was just five years old. But since then, she took up life following the path she thought was the right one to do. And that was to get a job in the office. But her passion to explore movement took over. And Marcelina is now traveling the world, rediscovering different techniques and approaches to the mind and body connection. This episode will get you thinking about your own body and how to connect back with it. So take a moment and grab yourself a cuppa for this one. It could be a good episode to add to your goal list and get moving back on top of the agenda again. So that's enough from me and let's jump straight in. I've been um, putting myself or thinking about myself as a dancer my whole life. I started quite young when I was uh, five years old. And then my journey basically continued uh, just because I felt such a strong connection and the need to express myself through, through my body. But then at some point I kind of detoured from the path and I, I kind of also lived um, this double uh, life. So I, I was exploring myself and um, expressing myself in the movement practices, but at the same time I was kind of like following uh, the regular system. So I um, went to, st- uh, to study and uh, I finished my degrees, degree in uh, marketing. And um, I kind of thought that this is something that, uh, that I just have to do because this is the right way. So I ended up just working full time, but I felt kind of frustrated. Yeah, it w- I think this was like the first moment in my life that uh, that felt kind of uncomfortable and then I asked myself the question like what is exact exactly what I want to do and where do I want to place my attention and my energy after some time of working like kind of feeling burned out although I'm still quite young I felt that this is just not the right way and if I just continue this path uh, for a longer time, it's it's just not going to work because my, my mind is somewhere else, my body is somewhere else, and basically I just feel frustrated. I still continued with my, um, with my passion, with my movement practices, with my yoga practice. Yeah, there was a point when I just felt that I just cannot um, continue this way anymore, so I decided to just uh, quit my job at that time, and um, I signed up. To, to go for a yoga teacher training just for myself to to deepen the practice to know more so I traveled to India this was like kind of a breakthrough in my life because it, it showed me that there's just so many different ways of living and so many beautiful inspiring people so I feel that that this was the first pivot in my life that that actually brought me to this uh, path yeah I wasn't really assuming like what's what's gonna happen I was just maybe planning to go for a, mm. a short holiday or a rest or or whatever it ended up just changing my life completely because I felt that I can not do I, I just can't continue the, the life that I had before basically 
that was that was something to brought me to to where I am now and it allowed me also to open up to see and to to actually notice and believe in myself that that if you are really following whatever whatever feels right and whatever uh, your gut feeling is wh- wherever it brings you uh, then this is the the right path and and I think just following this is is such a beautiful journey mm. um, and like of course there might be a lot of challenges but but if you just respond to these challenges with this gut feelings that you have I, I really believe that yeah that this is something that can that can just place you on the on the right path right and uh, mm. I, I think that we're all here with our mission with our soul mission but we just kind of feel disconnected sometimes because of the upbringing or because of the education that we have so mm. i think it's quite important to sometimes like get in tune with your yeah with your body basically mm. with your <clears throat> with your soul and see where where it wants to takes you when you were at that crossroads and you were doing the marketing job and you were conforming to what we're here to do we're here to work on this planet and for lots of us we're here to follow a set path of what everybody else is doing and to pull back from that to follow a passion and to give up that life did you feel you sacrificed and had to sacrifice a lot of all the things you had built and were building and the prospects you were sort of looking at for your future to sort of pull the plug and quit that life almost to figure out what you wanted and how did that play out for you making those sacrifices yeah i feel that there are always uh, sacrifices that we have to make when we take this big decisions that are kind of uh, influencing the whole trajectory of what's going to happen next and especially in a situation where i was when i moved from Poland to the Netherlands, and I just started building my life there. Um, and I actually finally, after some time, reached the point when I felt stable, when I felt kind of secure and, and well-based. Um, actually, that was the moment when I also started um, to feel more frustrated just because of the I don't, the tension, the, um, the amount of work that I was over- overwhelmed with. So I had to sacrifice definitely this uh, stability and sense of belonging that I created for myself. Yeah, in a new place, in a new country. Yeah, so that was definitely something that I felt like I, I'm letting go of. Uh, and I don't know like if I, when I will have this feeling of stability again. Yeah, it, it, it comes down to like the stability in the material realm, but also um, I would say within the relationships um, mm. that I've created for myself. So yeah, so I think that this is, this is something that we also have to take into consideration when we decide to take uh, this step into the unknown. So in terms of, you mentioned there like material goods, in terms of the sacrifices you you had to make, did you really feel that it never outweighed the mind, body, soul connection you were really searching for 
it was an easy decision in the end because actually you would rather give up all those material goods and the financial stability because you needed to figure out what your soul really wanted and what what you were really here to do on this planet. I I just felt that it was more intuition actually. So I wasn't analyzing it too much. I just felt that this mm. is not how I want to feel in the moment. And yeah, if I if I don't trust then I can like choose the path to to stay where I am and wait and see what happens. But I also just felt that it will be kind of easier to maybe totally disconnect from the place where I was and from the system that I was put into. Because I think that especially here in the in the Western culture, we are like kind of put into the system and then we just follow it because it's easy. But but yeah, I I was really just going after the feeling and and not really thinking about the consequences. <laughs> I just <laughs> I really feel feel that uh, there is always something waiting for you if you allow yourself to fully let go and to fully go in, into this like unknown that this is this is just such a beautiful thing and uh, and I'm also like putting myself again right now into this state to be honest so I shared this story of like it's this twist in my life that I decided to quit uh, the full time job and then did the, um, the whole adventure in India and then in Japan as well. And then it brought me back to Europe where I started, started building up my reality around this. But then I think that there are, there are always unknown situations and kind, mm. of, kind of a surprising challenges. And I feel that right now uh, I'm also in, in a very similar place. So I, I put myself again into the situation of just opening up and seeing what what comes. It's it's interesting that we're having this conversation now because all these feelings are very present inside of uh, mm. inside of me. So I would say that this is like excitement, but also um, maybe sometimes a bit of anxiety. And at the same time, like it makes me feel so true and honest to myself because mm. I just know that I have to follow follow this intuition and then I'm like even more attentive and even more observant into whatever is happening around me into the connections and into everything that that surrounds me basically because I mm. especially when you travel now I'm traveling so I feel that this is a beautiful way to also just let go of certain structures and just allow yourself to go with this flow and um, mm. and respond to whatever universe brings you with certain intentions so of course it's easy to get lost but if you are if you have already uh, the direction that you want to follow and the intention is clear I feel that that if you stay connected first of all to to yourself like it, it's such a broad expression but but if you just really observe whatever feels right in the moment then then the universe will just bring whatever is meant to be for you but it's it's about trust it's it's really about trust and and courage i mm -hmm. i feel that it's also about courage to allow yourself in, to open up in those moments that you find yourself challenged maybe feeling distrust with the journey and questioning yourself how do you cope with that internally do you have any tools do you have any practices that really help you overcome those challenges yes i do have some practices and some ways to 
that helped me stay grounded and stay connected to uh, to who I feel I want to be. And mm. this is so simple, like just breathing, you know, <laughs> it, it, it might <laughs> sound even silly, but like there is, of course, a lot of techniques, a lot of ways to actually mm. like learn how, how to breathe or how to just observe your body. But, but if mm. you like practice a little bit of different ways of breath, of, of breath work, basically, I feel that eventually you just find your own way and your own tools. If you embody them, then it actually can help to, to stay grounded and stay present in the moment. Um, there is also mm -hmm. just like, I don't know, so many ways of meditation, like this kind of meditation, loving kindness, and then like breath meditation. And then I don't know the, yeah, there's like so many tools and many ways, many approaches, but for me, like, yeah, it's just observe about observing your thoughts mm. and like giving yourself time to, to just do nothing, to just like sit and observe your thoughts and, and whatever happens just happens. But this is something that really helps me to stay grounded. Yeah. Of course, I also have like my morning routine where I'm focusing more on my body because I, I feel that, um, yeah, the body is, is actually like the, the physical representation of, of our soul, of, of our spirit. And if we take care of it, if we just observe what it tells us, then it's easier to actually create this this connection with your soul with your spirit with whatever you you are on this like not physical level right so for me like just taking care of of this and responding to to the needs of of my body um mm. is something that i'm always starting with and this is like the basis for me do you ever feel that you've missed out on the life that you are originally set on the path of marketing and maybe going down the the route that friends were also on as well do you feel mm. that any any point that pulling you back and questioning where you are and and how and how do you overcome that I'm questioning myself every day, <laughs> actually. Um, but this you is, wouldn't be this human if you weren't. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. I, I'm questioning my decisions um, every day, and I'm, but I'm not regretting. I'm definitely not regretting because I feel that there is infinite possibilities hmm. all the time. So um, I just feel that yeah, it, it doesn't make sense to like look back and, and think what would happen if this and this and that. Instead, I'm just like trying to see what, what actually um, is needed right now and how can I create my reality around these needs um, to feel, to just feel safe and to feel happy and to feel connected. We, I think that we are also living in, in this times that it's easy to actually combine different things which in the beginning might seem super different and and it just seems that it doesn't make sense but mm. um with a bit of creativity i feel that there is just a lot of ways to to create your life around who you are and not sacrificing yourself in any mm. ways and i feel like i'm still on this path 
of creating this this reality that I that I really feel comfortable in. But again, this is about like just connecting the dots and yeah, and, and trust. This is like the mm. the main word for me right now. That this is something that that it's it's really hard to to build actually this trust to yourself because you can say about I don't know trust to your partner or trust to the family or to your friends, but but do you really trust yourself? Like mm. you have this courage to open up into this unknown. I think this is like something that uh, that is challenging. Um, but yeah, I don't like responding maybe to your question because I don't know if it does for the full response, but I'm not feeling any, uh, yeah, I don't miss my life that I had before. Mm. I just miss maybe the people that I felt connected with at that time, but they are also always there. Maybe not that present in my life anymore, but, um, but they, mm. they are there. I love what you were saying around trust. I think it's often overlooked the trust that we have within ourselves. So how have you cultivated trust within yourself? So my huge, so I would say that there are like few ways of cultivating this trust. First of all, just putting myself into the situations that might feel uncomfortable. So famous uh, getting out of the comfort zone. Um, actually, I love it. Uh, I know that for a lot of people, it's it might be scary, but this is something that allows me to to build this trust um, and and to just open up. So, um, yeah, of course, like it takes a lot of energy and effort. So um, you just have to also plan it somehow if you are putting yourself out there to the um, unknown, uh, out of the comfort zone. But, but this is something that actually, um, builds this trust for me a lot. Mm. And yeah, also just taking inspiration from, from the people around me or from, uh, some wise <laughs> masters, I would say some people that, that are just inspiring mm. to me. Is there anyone um, in particular that that's inspiring? Uh, in the topic of this, putting yourself into the unknown and building the trust, I would say that Osho. Um, I don't know if you know Osho, probably you've heard about him because he's quite famous. And there's yeah. also a lot of controversy around, around him. But for me, like even though he was quite a controversial controversial person, he still, he was talking basically about this. So in order to become who you want to become or to get back to the essence of yourself, mm. you first have to fully let go. You have to just surrender to life. You have to kind of decondition yourself from your education, from your belief system, decondition yourself from your parents belief from everything that that actually created you and and this is not bad or something like this so it's it's mm. needed but then if you want to like make this one step ahead then you need to kind of like start from from the beginning so so allow yourself to have this like white paper kind of mindset and this also requires some cleansing 
detoxification and um and he yeah he basically created the system of uh, many meditations which are moving the energy in your body so that that all the structures that are there can actually be reestablished um so mm. so i would say that that in this topic he he's quite a big inspiration for me it's, in, it's incredible isn't it the power of movement and and energy and meditation whether that's breathing exercises whether that's yoga whether that's just simply somebody getting yes. out for a walk just how important that small amount of time is in our day that often we don't prioritize because we're always too busy Yes, definitely. And I feel that it's changing. Like the discourse that we are creating right now is about, yeah, just getting back to, to the nature and getting back to, to listening to your body. And I'm super happy about it because I've been like trying to follow this my entire life. And now I see that there mm -hmm. is actually a space and there is openness for this and this makes me feel super excited and i know that i'm probably living in my own bubble <laughs> um where with, with like people who who are of the same mission and and on, on the same path but mm. i also see that it's it's just, just getting more popular and and people start talking about this and there is a lot of different ways to to bring people back to nature and like speaking also about this I feel that that the future, let's say maybe I don't know in how many years it's hard to say, but I feel it's it's very near future. It's about taking all the knowledge and everything that we've built up as a civilization, as as human beings, like with all creativity and um, and also the systems, the structures that we've created, and mm. then also taking into consideration where we live and um, and this whole connection to the nature and to the Mother Earth and to the universe and the knowledge from ancient civilizations as well. And to like kind of combine it through, I don't know what, probably technology is also um, a big factor mm -hmm. in, in building this connection. But I feel that this is something that we are kind of like moving towards. So finding this mm -hmm. balance in between like our our intelligence as human beings but also the intelligence and power of nature and kind of like creating this coherency and uh and balanced way of living and how do you live in that balanced way of living have you found your own path in that area yeah i feel like it's very simple to to start from this in individual point of view to just kind of take into consideration that whatever you receive, you also give back and whatever you give will also come back to you. So, so just starting from this simple rule and uh, small steps, small actions in your even daily life, even if, if it's about the relationships or if it's about um, the material goods. So just keeping this energy balance on, the, on these very simple actions, then it can actually influence the whole mm. yeah, energy exchange later on. It's such a good place to start, I think. And trusting. I think so yeah. Trusting that place, of course. You know, I think given COVID and given the way the world shifted and 
we've all been locked down we've all felt confined by our spaces we've all had to look inwards a bit more it's it's interesting to hear you say that in reference to those kind of last couple of years in particular because it it really challenged i think all of us as a community as a human race in in those sort of key simple exchanges and it's hard to get those back sometimes it's hard to remember that we need to be of service to others and put that good energy out and and we will receive and we give back and it's an it's a, an exchange it's often people live and more so i can see post covid in more of a siloed way and much more of a focus on themselves rather than helping a uh, you know helping the community really whether that's within your friendship group family group or quite literally within the community of which you live yeah exactly i i agree uh with you 100% and um i feel that covid definitely changed the way we live and the way we create the connections the way we create our work but i think that the the biggest the biggest impact that covid actually created is around building up the community and building up the connection and between people it also changed the way we connect with with one another like for example even now we are talking and mm. you know being totally different time zones and totally different places yeah but what what uh, what's important for me in this like post covid change is the power of community that is visible even more and communities of course can be created also online but like if you look back at the history of of the whole human civilization we've been always living in the communities so so we need one another and we need to have this connections and we are actually dependent on one another we can assume that we are not and that we will just like live our lives and don't mm. relate to anyone but we are related with everything else around us so if we deny this this part like it's just basically denying that that you are your that you are you and that you are a human being because we are part mm. of everything else and i think it's very important not to forget about this and that's why this like energy exchange i i think it's it's quite important to be aware of it um because mm. it helps to create even deeper connections so important i know for me personally i often think quite consciously about that i'm very aware that this post covid world ends up sitting still online rather than in person in a lot of conversations and meetings and i think even pre covid if we were saying we we're going to record a podcast i think most people would say you'd have to do it in person otherwise the podcast wouldn't work in fact never mind your meetings mm -hmm. and everything else and and it's great that, that we've learned to do all of this online and i think it's got so many benefits but i even have to remind myself you know that i have to see people in real life as well and having meetings is such not just a huge benefit of an exchange of services in this in, you know in some instances but in this exchange of communication and human contact and the opportunity to share stories and i think it can help both of you in that instance just whether it's listening whether it's talking by sharing you know it you quite literally help one another i think in those those moments and we often underestimate the importance of that human connection yes uh exactly just as you said that mm. that we do underestimate this this 
this connection between one another. Also, that now I'm thinking about uh, the project that you actually created. It's like mm. becoming more human, right? So um, I feel that we become more human just by being human, <laughs> which for me is like, first of all, connecting to to yourself, then connecting mm. to to the living to the living living beings around you, and mm. then also to the nature, and and that's it. Like this is just so simple. We we want to I don't know create something that is maybe artificial or something that is. Yeah, it's it's just sometimes too much. We're just searching, constantly searching for more and constantly trying to build something that is maybe super complicated. But it's just so simple. It's just like breathing and smiling <laughs> to the people around you and, and living yourself by creating love. It's also this kind of big, big word, but... I truly believe that mm. this is the place where we all should start just from connecting to love, to the sensation of when do I actually love? What makes me feel just happy? Mm. I was, I was yeah. like, I was, yeah, I was journaling actually a few days ago. Like journaling for me is also a way to just let myself go with whatever um, mm. is inside of me. And and usually I don't think, I, sometimes I'm just like doing this automatic writing. And the question that, that I wrote down was the question like, when do you laugh? And then I was sitting with this question for like maybe 10 minutes. And I was really trying to remember when was the last time when I truly laughed, like from, from my gut, you know, like what, mm. what are actually the situations that make me feel laugh but not in a way like ha 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 yeah funny <laughs> you know this is this kind of like just yeah gentle gentle laugh or like pleasure or or some kind of circumstances that you kind of feel good mm. and but like when was the last time that i really laughed and i couldn't stop and i think that this is also a, a nice question to just ask yourself every now and then i love that question when have, when's the last time you really really belly laugh right from the pit of your stomach Mm -hmm. really laugh yeah. I, I mean I often make sure when I've got time in the evenings to once I switch on the tv switch into something that is actually funny that that's always some sort of comedy series I tr you know force myself to sit down and take five minutes before I go to, to bed just to switch off and tv's my way of really kind of switching off quickly I can leave work to bed but laughing through the power of a tv series is it gets that's something that's really important for me and i can get that through tv or even a mm -hmm. film perhaps but, um more often than not it's a series and and mm -hmm. sometimes you know i sit with my husband and watch stuff and it's a shared experience then and more often than not i just love watching him laugh it makes me laugh more and it's something so silly and we've watched the same thing over and over and over again it's a guaranteed laugh and it makes us it, and I'm very conscious it laughter in the body is almost like medicine, isn't it? It's as important as taking your vitamins in the morning. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think that even now there are courses created around this. <laughs> so, the, so mm. like the ways of how to actually make yourself laugh and how to connect to this laughter 
uh, sensation and yeah i i haven't done any of these but uh, <laughs> but i think it's it's really important to mm. to just laugh and uh, and create this like energy in your in your body and and in your mind as well and, uh, and I think that's me, just it. It's getting getting that energy around, and obviously that's something that you are very passionate about with all your body and movement exercises. And is there anything that you've learned over the last few years through movement and your passion for moving your body that really surprised you? Something that keeps on surprising me all the time is this connection between the way your body wants to express and life. So like just everyday life situations that are happening um, in, in a day-to-day routine, let's say. So mm. um, like it depends also for me because I, I have my yoga-based practice. I have my movement practice. I'm also dancing quite a lot in an improvised way with people. So I go for jams, I go for socials where I'm dancing not only by myself, but also with others. And this is also an interesting for me uh, to, to see how the connections with other people um, are then kind of facing mm. the, the connections that I have or the patterns that I'm um, building in my reality. So, so for me, there is like this parallel between between my actions and the interactions that I'm creating by connecting with people and the way that I'm moving in a, in a certain moment. So so mm. for me, like all these body practices are actually like a playground or a small laboratory where I'm just allowing myself to observe actually what, what is present right now and what are the patterns that I'm creating. And how can I change them? And, and it keeps on surprising me all the time. Uh, and then I see like the, the situations happening in real life, the situations that I created for myself um, during the practice, during the, um, this, let's say, meditative sessions that I participated in, and then how it translates to, to my life. And I feel that there is such a deep connection. And if you just allow yourself mm. to explore this, it's it's really beautiful it's just like you said earlier it's all about trust trust to be able to kind of detach surrender to that moment yeah surrender to life surrender to the moment and and see whatever happens and then also working with with whatever the universe brings you like observing it and and like learning the lesson if it's a lesson or taking this challenge if it's a challenge so not just like being very passive but like finding this balance between being passive and active at the same time is there a a book or a spiritual leader or guide tv program film piece of music that has really inspired you and inspired your journey so far i think recently the person that inspired me is a guy uh, who is a spiritual teacher, I would say, and a, and a guide as well. His name is Rick Yarov. He, he comes from New York, but he's been traveling all over the world for many, many years. And I participated in a weekly workshop with him, which was called Ante Carrier, basically. But um, 
it was workshop based on energy work and just kind of a, a little bit like like a spiritual coaching i would say <laughs> because we did a lot of meditations a lot of um different visualizations what whatever we want to create but it was also based on the energy work so we actually went through all the chakras but the way he guided the entire group was like very powerful because he he's such a knowledgeable person like he was basically teaching us by telling different stories and these stories were just yeah coming in the moment so he wasn't really planning it i guess maybe he did because he has so many years of experience now he has maybe 70 years or or even more but this power of like teaching through telling a story which is also what your podcast is about right mm. about telling the stories um and i feel that there's just amazing power in in this when the story is is true and when the story is alive and it's relevant for uh, for people in different circumstances in different ways but still the message is the same so um so definitely rick yarov um is is my recent big inspiration amazing well we'll have to check him out does he i presume does he do any of his practices online yes he have a book he have a book uh, I didn't right. follow any meditations online. I just did the course with him and then I read a mm. book, which is, uh, yeah, which is basically like a anti-career, uh, how to create your life. I don't remember the title exactly, but, but, uh, I can like mm. look it up and then I can send it to you. But, uh, but it's about yeah, creating your anti-career. It's interesting because obviously the, the way you would come at that is that we all have to earn money and survive and thrive but there is potentially a new way to approach that while still not losing the financial mm-hmm. gains you might feel you need in life maybe there's a, a bit more of a sweet spot or a happy medium that we could get mm-hmm. to from where we're sort of approaching it now yeah definitely i feel like we are living in in such a world right now that everything is possible and and all the structures are, are changing basically. So, mm. so I feel that this change is happening by itself. We just have to like respond to it and stay sane. <laughs> um, basically. <laughs> stay <safe>. and, <laughs> We're all trying to yes, stay, stay safe. <laughs> that's the bottom line. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. That's the bottom line. And, um, and yeah, I, I also been talking to some of my friends and everyone feels kind of unstable, especially now with all the inflation and all the circumstances like post COVID and now the war, like mm-hmm. everything is shaky. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I feel that it, it doesn't make sense to like keep on holding to something that is just not existing anymore. So maybe this is actually the best moment to totally let go and, and see whatever life has to offer whatever transformation is out there and just Mm. respond to this and i i truly believe that coming back to your body first coming back to to yourself and then like observing how you want to respond to this is Mm. just such an important thing not not from the mind but just more from the heart and and it will just flow and importantly that 
form of therapy is free. You can sit with yourself and meditate for free. You can journal for free. You know, we don't need any fancy apps or technology to measure our happiness or to measure how we're doing. Uh, you know, I know there's a lot of that going on in the workplace these days. Well-being at work is a huge area that people are covering. And there are companies out there who actively measure employee happiness through various different technology forms. And how you've explained it there really makes me think, do we need all of that? Are we using technology sometimes to hide some of this? And are we being true to ourselves when we're grading our happiness on an online quiz or a form? And is it really just yeah. that simple? Can we just get back to ourselves without the need of technology to, 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 to get us there? Yeah, I feel like um, technology is super powerful. And for me, like it can be either amazing tool to actually create your life in a in a balanced in a well balanced way let's say or it can be something that actually keeps you even further away, away from yourself because mm. like let's say you have an app that is even i don't know it's a meditation app but then it it might be helpful to actually start your practice or to like get more into the topic but then if you feel too dependent on this on this tool that is just a tool then like you miss the whole point of it mm. right so so i feel if the approach is right if you if you know why you are doing it and what yeah what's the reason behind it and and mm. how do you actually do this how do you use this technology if you just know the answer for this question then then you're good but it's important to like make this small check in with yourself even today like just before we started the podcast i i had my short um practice and i felt like i want to maybe have this 10 minute meditation session with the app which i'm some sometimes i'm using it it's called waking up and i feel like mm. uh, this is one of of the best ones because the it's guided by sam harris who is a psychologist but he's He's been also doing a lot of work related to Eastern approach of, of meditation and working with your mind. And he also has a lot of great content, a lot of great interviews with so, so many inspiring people. Um, so sometimes I'm using this because there are also like 10 minute um, meditation sessions just for to, to kick off the day. Um, mm. but the app was not working today for me. So somehow like there was an error or something like this and yeah. And then it just allowed me to like go back to myself and say like, Hey, you actually don't need this right now. <laughs> this is even better, like less distractions. Like you can just really see whatever is present with, within you right now. So, mm. so yeah, it just depends how you approach the things. Right. So mm. some people maybe would be frustrated. Oh my God, I wanted to exactly. do this meditation right now, <laughs> but it's not working <laughs> or something like that. Um, they take that as so a yeah, sign so for to not meditate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, it's just a mental approach and like do <laughs> Do indigenous people use that the technology to to connect with the spirits? Like I don't think so. But yeah, but we just maybe need this to mm. to connect back to the nature and connect back to ourselves. 
maybe this is just mm. a tool that will help us to, to find this bridge. Mm. That's a nice way of putting it. It's like a bridge. I like that without becoming dependent. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a really nice way to look at yeah. it. So on this podcast, we have a tradition. Our final question is, what does becoming more human mean to you? I feel I partially responded maybe to this question before. Uh, that for me is just making your life even more simple. So creating your life around things that make you feel happy, uh, about healthy routine that helps your body to stay um, healthy and relaxed because um, if your body is happy and relaxed, then you can create even more. And uh, becoming more human also means creating meaningful connection based on trust mm. um, and, and honesty. Um, and, and not denying the dependency that we have. So basically acknowledging the interconnections between people and between people and nature. I'm Francesca Donellen, and you've been listening to Becoming More Human, the podcast. You can follow Becoming More Human on Instagram, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on your podcast apps, such as Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and Google. And don't forget to check out our website for exclusive audio content on becomingmorehuman.co.uk. Join me next week for another inspiring conversation. Thank you for listening.